do we want to have an intro like that where like we're just having a conversation and it just kind of all of a sudden where the show starts like the cold open <laughs> the cold open yeah i mean plenty of podcasts do that yeah but i mean this could be the opening right now it could very <laughs> it well could be, be the opening of this podcast do we cold open with us discussing a cold open <laughs> i think that's just meta enough to be cool right. yeah Welcome to uh, Mobile Suit Fundum, episode two, to be titled. I'm Aaron, your host this week, and probably every week, but no promises. With me, as always, is the Australian, Michael. I don't, I don't have anything funny to say this week. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Don't worry. Yeah. And straight from the west coast of the United States of America, we've got Tom. Hi, I have a problem, and it's buying lots of lots of Gundam. What a fortunate problem to have for this podcast. Yes, it's I do it for the content. It, we all do, right? Yeah, that's just yeah. kind of a, a thing for the, our generation. Or, mm-hmm. all, I guess, Michael, you're in another generation, but that's hello. Yeah, wait, I'm technically a millennial by like one year. I just make the cutoff. You're right. Oh, okay, you're a baby millennial. Yeah. I think we, you and I represent the extreme ends of, of that generation, Michael, because I am, mm-hmm. yeah, at the very beginning of it, and you're at the very end. Mm-hmm. And I'm the middleest millennial. Oh, man, we're like <laughs> siblings. I'm the oldest. Michael's the youngest. <laughs> what does this um, have to we... do with Gundam, guys? <laughs> it doesn't need to. It's just... We're just the McRoys of Gundam, but not related oh, at all. Oh, God. Yeah. No, thank mm-hmm. you. They're funny. Okay, so Tom, you, you've got some things this week you were showing off to me, and I think you probably want to talk about them a little bit. Yeah, let's see. I In the last week I bought, I think I got a Verka, which is like the super god tier designer at Bandai. And he, I got a Verka Wing Gundam, which is like Master Grade, and then I got an Ava that Michael has, mm-hmm. the Unit yep. One. That's a cool one. And then I got a Unicorn Gundam, which is supposed to Master Grade. This is supposed to be a bad kit, but I want to see what a bad kit looks like. Wait, did you get a, a Unicorn Master Grade? Yeah. Ooh, which one? Uh, it's just the regular, like regular ass Master Grade. It's not like the Verkar. Mm-hmm. There, just there like, is a Verkar one that is like four hundred dollars. Yeah, Australian. I, mine was like fifty. Oh, yeah, is this okay. the guy who's mostly white with big yellow eyebrows? Yeah, he like transforms into like an all white Gundam. Then he like opens up his slots okay. and then like has color. Yeah. Okay, I'm looking at the right one here. Speaking of grades, uh, I think I made a little bit of a mistake last night. Last night, we'll call it last week. Yeah, that's it. Production. Uh-huh. Uh, I I said I think I said I had a high grade RX seventy eight O two. A real grade, um, you said. See, there you go again. <laughs> Expert Gundam podcast uh, host Aaron over here knowing exactly what he's got. Uh, yeah. No, it was not a, a real grade. It was a high grade. Um, but still, lots and lots of fun. Like, I built my first real grade this week with the Sazabi yeah. I got. And that thing is bigger than I thought it would be. It's about the size of a master grade. Yes. the That's yeah. like the biggest real grade they make. 
Yeah, because it's supposed to be one forty fourth scale. Mm. Holy! So it's just like it's it's dependent on how big the Gundam is in the show. Mm-hmm. Turns out Susby pretty big. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know anything about him. I just know Char drives him. Mm-hmm. Same. He's big and red. Was that the and one he... with the thick legs? Yeah, he's the yeah, thick boy. The thick boy. Yeah. Thick red. He looks like the Iron Monger from Iron Man One. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kinda, but red, and wait, but also cooler. <laughs> Can you give me spoilers for this show? Is uh, okay. Well, first of all, question one: Is there a Gundam named Big Zam? Not that I know of. Like a big, but there's a lot of Gundams. Okay, because I swear I've seen that before. Possibly. Maybe it was just in there's one, a... one of the video games. All right. And I had a couple follow-up questions, but if that's not a thing, then we'll just, you know, that'll be a, that'll be for a future well, episode. We, this is us exploring the depth of Gundam. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. podcast. <laughs> True. We, we've we've like struck the first like my pickaxe strike. There's like a whole mine of Gundam we need to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we've hit that, that. Yeah, that first strike, and we're just sniffing the powder like greedy little gremlins. Just want more, <laughs> more and more. Well, all right, cool. Uh, I think if there's nothing else, oh, there, guys... there's there's something. There is. Oh, there's, there's plenty. Something. All right, yeah, Michael's destroying his Gundam. Things. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, Michael, yeah. you've been doing something a little fun with uh, one of your Gundams, haven't you? Yes, I have. One of the Gundam I didn't mention last week, even though I owned it, was that I bought a. Let me check the box because there's a lot of numbers on it. It is the RX seventy nine in parentheses G. Easy 8 Gundam Easy 8. So it's the Easy 8 Gundam. Um, <laughs> which is a ground type Gundam from Mobile so, Suit Gundam 08 team, I think. Yes, 08 MST team something or other. Uh, which I have seen and I very much enjoyed. Um, but I've been destroying it basically. I took a knife to it. I've taken fire to it. Michael. Yeah. Uh, so I'm doing a little process called weathering. Um, where basically I make it look ugly and horrible and put holes in it. It's cool. Uh, so I've got one leg left to make and then the backpack and we should be done with that. Uh, I might post photos nice. on our Instagram. Do did we do it? Yeah, do we, it? we have one of those. It's at Fundum Pod if you want to see all of our Gundaming Gundams, our Gunpla. That's what it's called. Oh. You can put pictures to the letters and numbers and dashes that we call out in this show. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Also on our, been posting some pictures on Twitter at Fundum Pod there as well. Hey, look at that branding. Look at that synergy. Yeah. So proud of that. us. So good at this. Guys, we're good at this. <laughs> we are. Yeah. Just, let's, all right, let's just take a time out. Listeners at home, just one second. <laughs> Guys, are we good at this or what? Like, this is going great. Yeah, yeah. I think we have we lots of experience okay doing this. Yeah. yeah, this is just fantastic. Okay, we should probably yeah. get back to the podcast. Okay, yeah. everybody. Okay. Uh, hi, 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 hi. Hi, welcome hi. back. <laughs> we didn't go anywhere. <laughs> no, we were under the table. You did, you heard nothing. <laughs> nope. But yeah, so I've just been hey. like taking a knife and and uh, washers and also and a drill bit and wow. f- flaming toothpicks uh, to this Gundam, and it's looking pretty cool. Oh, I'm pa- I painted it a bit as well. Um, 
But yeah, I'm having a bit of fun with that. That reminds me of a school project I did. Uh, cre- recreating a World War One trench using Lego. And oh yeah, I didn't realize it, but I ruined my Lego at the time because I put like, you know, whatever kind of acrylic paint on there is fake blood. <sighs> And, no. like, and like cotton Aww. cotton balls and whatnot is like mustard gas like <laughs> like the lego guys were great because you could dismember them and stuff like that so it was <laughs> oh it was my. pretty horrific i Whoa. don't know how i didn't get pulled into the principal's office and been like what in the hell is wrong with you <laughs> oh, but yeah i went to no oh yeah i went to go clean the lego off with like nail polish remover from my sister <gasps> And it was nice. just like, swipe. Oh, this guy doesn't have a face anymore. Oops. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nope. So yeah, weathering is not an easy process. Uh, no. Especially if you try I... and undo it. <laughs> yes. No. <I'm>... It's, uh, <laughs> it's been a learning as I go. I'm just like, eh, if I screw it up, whatever. It's a cheap kit. I can just yeah. buy another one. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's the cool part of it, too, is like you're trying to make it look messed up. Yeah. You know, yeah. So like... The only like real mistake is if it doesn't look kind of real, you know. That looks yeah. painted on. You know, like you get some like, Oops, I broke a whole piece. Oh well. <laughs> oh yeah, that, yeah. I just destroyed the model. <laughs> it no longer stands up. Um but other than that, that's the only thing I've been working on. But mm. after we finish recording this podcast, uh I have something to go pick up. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, something in kind of the realm of what Tom was talking about. Oh. Uh, yeah. I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so I'm getting my first master grade. I'm getting the Sazabi Verkar, which is Ooh. apparently like the best thing they make. So. Oh, damn. Well, thanks for listening to us, folks. We're going to go ahead and end the podcast there so Michael can go get that because, oh, my God. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, it's been real. Catch you later. He's he's walking out the door. Bye, Michael. Bye. Bye. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so I'm getting myself that for my birthday, and that's going to be a a nice little present. It It is in a few days. Fantastic. Be the day this podcast goes up. Possibly. Probably not, because I have a bunch of stuff to do. So I don't know if I'll be able to edit edit it by then. It's all right. It'll be a happy birthday anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I've been working on something kind of fun. Um, I got myself a... It's not a Gundam, but it's from Bandai, the family of plastic model snap-together parts. Ooh, uh, cool. It's the Cup O'Noodles <laughs> uh, kit. <laughs> I, I, was, I saw that in the store. Yeah, I did too. That's why I bought them. Like, if this is under like 20 bucks, I'm buying this. And it was like... 25 so i'm like okay fine i'll get it anyway (laughs) um real easy (laughs) like really detailed noodles very did you have to like panel line the noodles oh man i should i should like get i should get like an airbrush and like put like a sheen on them so they look wet (laughs) wet so you know what you can do you can get a thing called a mr hobby top coat this is what Super I think flat it's called. Matt. Yeah, yeah, so you, even, you can get it in flat gloss or like high gloss. Okay. So get like high the high gloss just for the noodles. The wettest noodles you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. the, wettest nude, the wettest nudes you've ever seen. Wet nudes. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And then it just had a bunch of bits like corn and shrimp. 
that are just loose in there Did- and rattle like a baby rattle now. It, it's it's odd because it just looks like trash now. Like, like I have dirty <laughs> stuff in my room that I need to clean up. So I'm like, well, where am I going to put this where someone's going to think like, oh, that's art, not garbage. <laughs> just like, get a giant Gundam Detolf case like me. There you go. Yeah. Why do you have... And just all... <laughs> Just one cup of noodles in that entire case. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, like LEDs like shining down on it. <laughs> so I think that's the only okay, way. Okay, so if you now you see, it's not real noodles. <laughs> Does it make you want a cup of noodles now? Whenever you see it, a little bit, I guess. So good job advertising, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've yeah. never had cup of noodles noodles. It's you're not missing much. No. I mean, have you added any kind of ramen soup yes. noodle stuff? It's that uh, the worst. I, I'm I'm more of an Indomie guy. Okay. Yeah. I would say like the analogy would be like, you know, actual pizza to like grocery store frozen pizza. Okay. So yeah. it's like it's bad, but it's still pizza. So it's like okay, yeah. it's just you know. Well, believe yeah. me, I, I'm a student. I live off of like cheap food. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, Indomie yeah. noodles. Like whack them in the wok with some like garlic paste and and whatnot. In the in what in the in the what? In the wok. A wok. Okay. What it? Yeah. <laughs> what did you think he said? I thought there was. A, <laughs> Please explain. With a, I thought that ended with a P, not a K. <laughs> like, what is? What is it? What kind of pan or no, like what kind of cooking like... element is that? Look, the king of Australia, king co- kings, cooks in whatever he desires. <laughs> oh, yeah, how's that going for you, my liege? Is you still ruling uh, that place? Yeah, you know, spiders, dingoes, the usual. Sounds about right for Australia, uh-huh. from everything I know. Uh, Saw the... an eagle the other day. That was strange. Ooh. Yeah. I was looking at two baby eagles on a webcam today. It was pretty nice. Aww. I saw them got fed by their mother. Oh, yeah, working hard. Speaking of eagles, yeah. I br- found out how massive bald eagles are the other day. They are very big. Yeah. Did not realize that they were like that big. I saw I saw one fight a dog or something or whatever it was. I don't remember, but it, I just went, "Oh my god, that thing is huge!" Yeah, <laughs> these things are crazy. That's not a bird. That's a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Look out for our new podcast. That's not a bird. That's a dinosaur coming to Anchor FM, <laughs> where I show pictures of Michael, either a dinosaur or a bird, and he has that exact reaction. It's a very good audio experience. <laughs> there is no we're workshopping. Part. It. Yeah, you don't get to see them on Instagram. You just have to. You have to hear my facial expressions. All right, Mo. Michael, blink real hard into the microphone. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, what was this podcast about? Two, at least two more. Yeah, <laughs> we have to at least pick two more podcasts in our quota for fake podcasts. That's true. They're they're paying us per idea for this. Yes. Yeah. But that cup noodle. Um, I'm not going to call it a Gundam because that's just silly. But that cup noodle model uh, kind of made me explore alternative Bandai models, if you will. Um, I think yeah. actually maybe you showed me these, Tom, but there are no, I think it was Michael. There are, I think a PS1. 
Yes, and, that was Michael. Yeah, yeah. And what was Saturn. the other one? The Sega Saturn. Sega. Yeah, that I yeah. want real bad. Those look very cool. They have like the printed circuit board looking pieces inside and all that. Ooh. Like they mm-hmm. look very cool. I'm yeah. guessing it's one to one scale. <laughs> no, it's not. It's more it's the not. size of a PlayStation Classic. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like that's the correct size for something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess like one to one be like too big. Yeah, because it's like, well, what are we doing here? Like, just go get one yeah. of those and put it on display. But you shrink it down a little bit. It's like, hey, look at this little guy. Put like a Raspberry Pi in it and turn it into an actual PlayStation. Oh, there you I was go. thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah. And it would still be better than the actual PlayStation Classic. Oh, bad. <laughs> so bad. So we're just starting a video game podcast now, mm-hmm. too? One of the- Emulation podcast. Tune into a... Oh, uh, totally legal. What's the opposite of fire? Uh, water. Yeah, water slide cast. There you go, water slide cast. Let's go with that. This joke was. This joke died. Um, (laughs) You just watched it die right in front of you, and there's nothing you could do about it. The word came out just like plop. Yeah. (laughs) Let me just drop this wet fart of a joke out and just Mm -hmm. let it die in front of all of you. Look shameful, like a dog who just ate the cat poop. <laughs> yeah. Um you proud of yourself, Michael? I try. Sometimes <laughs> I don't I don't succeed. Uh, that's what editing's for. Uh-huh. Yeah, this will all get to leave that out. part in. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I will totally be leaving that in. Yeah, you'll chop it up to make me look like an idiot and then you'll be all back to the king of Australia. Yeah. <laughs> I can never I <laughs> Look, it just keeps happening. <laughs> I'm not the funny one today. Can we keep, can we move on? Yeah. Should we talk about some episodes of Mobile Suit Gundam? What is anime? That's a great question. That was also that was a joke regarding a show that I've never seen before that is American. Um it's a game show the host died recently. What's his Jeopardy? Uh, oh, uh, Jeopardy. Jeopardy. That's the one. I've only watched like an episode of Jeopardy ever. Really? Yeah. I'm just not much. No cable. That's not on cable? No, just no, like, over there anyway, either. <laughs> right. Oh, I mean, yeah, I don't have that either. So, yeah, wow. Yeah, now that I think about it, all right, all right, folks, another tangent incoming. I haven't had over the air television for probably a decade. Yeah, that's the last time I had, like, any kind of television. Yeah. Like the- it was, like, when I had roommates. Right, or like if I go and visit my parents, like they still have some kind of television, something. But holy cow, how things change. Yeah. This is the Nostalgia Podcast, talking about old television and VSR. <laughs> All right, so we now have, we, we had our three podcast quotas. All right. <laughs> we have the water slide cast. We have... <laughs> Man, that would be the, can we like also as an aside, like here's a fourth thing. Can we just have a podcast where we do nothing but start podcasts and then never finish them? That's what this podcast is. If we get (laughs) 20 subscribers on Anchor FM, we'll just do an episode of just podcasts. Oops, all podcast ideas. Oops, all podcasts. (laughs) That would be a nightmare. Uh, I think we just found our episode title. Oops, all all podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I'm going to be the one putting this episode up, so i got to write that down and remember that. 
<laughs> I, I don't remember anything we talked about like last week at all. It's just like you I, I, I had to listen to it again, and I don't remember. <laughs> That's basically how I live my life. Is mm-hmm. I just stumble my way through it and don't remember any of it, and just go off context mm-hmm. clues. Yep. <laughs> Who is this person? It's constant. Just to live at a constant. So should we get into the anime? Yeah, no, <laughs> Tom. I'm still talking about things. <laughs> okay. You're the host. Never mind. That's right. Who's <laughs> controlling this podcast? You who strong arm me into doing this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. I guess we'll get to the meat of this episode and talk about the episodes. So we are going to be talking about four, five, and six this week. Uh, we're going to start obviously with four. Uh, which is called Escape from Luna 2. Uh, and before I get into kind of what this episode was, is, and plot points and whatnot, guys, we forgot to talk about the theme song to this show. Right. How did we good. forget that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm ashamed. We talked about funky bass lines. We did. We did, yeah. Uh, this has got funky horn lines. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do uh, they? Yeah, you got subs. So the lyrics to this song are incredible. Uh, just dropping lines like, "If you are still burning with furious rage, like you must fight the towering foe." <laughs> like, but it's like so upbeat and like da na 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 na. Yeah, I get the feeling that the the English version might have a different theme song. Really? Really? Yeah. It's still in Japanese, though. Oh, yeah. so it's still in Japanese? Yeah. Yeah. Never mind then. I'm talking out my ass. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, because it's you're watching the sub, so it'd still be subtitled, right? Like, yeah. No, it is. Okay, but yeah, like, probably the best line in that in that song is "Bring to bear the rage of justice, Gundam." Like, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> Seven-year-old Aaron would have been like so amped up by that. Mm-hmm. Seven-year-old Aaron probably also would have built, like, a cardboard Gundam and walked around in it, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, five-year-old Tom made, like, a cardboard R2-D2. Oh, yeah. Cool. All right. I used to use Pringle cans and pretend I was Mega Man. That was my buster. Oh, that's, yep. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, you can tell you and I had different upbringings because I used to uh, wear a jacket that didn't have sleeves and it was like one of those padded ones at like five years old and tried to and told myself it was my super saiyan jacket that was how i turned super saiyan (laughs) it wasn't your hair it's your your clothes that turned change no it was like i had to wear that jacket specifically hell yeah all right so let's get back to the episode (laughs) we're so we're so on track this this time we're doing great Mm -hmm. uh just regarding this op uh, I really like the, like some of the animation in this. Like it's just really oh, yeah. colorful and it's just Armoro doing cool things. He like pulls out a gun Zipping and then up. gets in a car. I always forget about the second verse. Yes, I think it's gonna end in this like, oh nope, still going. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Get to see all his friends who I don't know the names of. Oh yeah, I haven't internalized that yet. Nope. You're making a face, Michael. Sorry, I, I'm watching the OP in the background, and something I didn't notice before is that the core fighter, like, 
folds up and then the rest of the Gundam just like a- attaches to it. Yeah. Is the Gundam a transformer? I no, because I I when I made the Master Grade RX seventy eight, like that's how you like you put the core fighter in it like that. Oh. Like as the core of it. So it's a core fighter because it's like the core of the Gundam and oh my as we God. see you change the cores into like gun tank and stuff. There you go. Huh. Spoilers time. Yeah, Spoilers. I know ne- I never <laughs> I never put those two things together before. There we go. Cool. Anime. Yeah, right? Endless possibilities. Luna 2. So yeah, episode 4, Escape from Luna 2, uh, opens with the introduction of uh, a new ship and some new characters, uh, expands our understanding of kind of the world a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the, the Madagascar, which is a pretty cool looking ship. kind of looks like a, a submarine, at least I thought. Uh, but basically what they're trying to do is you know, find a place to put all these civilian people and the person in charge of Luna 2 is basically telling them that, like, you can't stay here and you all need to leave. Like, sorry. Like, uh-huh. mm-hmm. like, it's I, like you just kind of took over this secret base and then expect us to, to be cool about it. Yeah. And kind of they were kind of out of luck until our old friend, Captain McShitpants... <laughs> it was up. Hang on, before we keep going. Yeah. They straight up are like, all right, everybody can go except for these people. Yeah. You're yeah. all being court martialed. That's You're right. You're all arrested. That's right. Because it's like, hey, you, you know, because we, you know, we were all like, wow, they're just letting a kid pilot this Gundam? Like, holy cow. And then, mm-hmm. okay, it's consequences time because now the adults yeah. are paying attention. They're like, <laughs> what the hell is going on so mm-hmm. yeah i think that's a very central part of the uh, beginning of this episode um but yeah so that's a so yeah that's happening and then we cut away to uh to char um who's having a little bit of a moment himself um he was having flashbacks about what he thought was his sister like back from episode one Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the scene again. Yeah, which is a little odd, but I, I uh, last year I watched Naruto and they did a lot of flashbacks, which saved them a lot of animation. Right, <laughs> but I mean, what's the? I think I missed that because what's the kind of? I know, like in the later episodes, she's like that one guy's, or like commanding officer, or is that that guy's sister? There's two sisters mentioned in these three episodes, and I'm. Yeah, there's like Garma's sister who's like different. Yeah, and then, then Shar's sister. Right. Yeah. Because he was didn't believe that that girl was his sister, but now he's kind of doubting it. Now that he's had a second yeah. to think about it, he's like, I haven't seen her in like five ish years or whatever. Ten. Yeah. Ten. Yeah. Yeah. So ten. she's been missing for ten years, uh, and her name was. I don't remember. <laughs> That's a cool Blonde-haired name. Blonde-haired lady. <laughs> Yeah, another blonde. So yeah, uh, so Char is basically like on a very singular mission of like, we got to get this new Federation technology. We need this ship. We need this Gundam because like he's seen them both in action and knows that, you know, they're going to turn 
probably the tide of the war if if that's the new like you know base standard of what the federation is putting out um Mm -hmm. so he leads like a commando squad of like just dudes in spacesuits that are going to go infiltrate and steal that stuff and this show does yeah this show does not hold back like in the beginning of this mission two dudes get sniped and you see it on screen like yeah this is not a children's show (laughs) (laughs) as much as it is and it's totally not like there's some stuff later too that like oh we'll get to it when we get there but yeah like this is like i'm blown away by what they're getting away with you know in showing Mm -hmm. children but yeah so there's like setting mines they're infiltrating um they set they set them off and you know everyone's freaking out so they're kind of similar like actual naval stuff they're like get these ships out of this base like get them deployed so Mm -hmm. they're not just sitting ducks which i think char was anticipating Uh yeah we had noah bright noah say like hey char's gonna attack and then the commandant of the Luna 2 is like, no, no, no. No, he's not. He won't attack. He would never. No. That'd be insane. And then he locks yeah. them all up. Yeah. Yeah. And then feeds them at some point. <laughs> That's right. They do get. And we have. Yeah. Amaro drawing like schematics in some kind of like blueberry cobbler or something. I have one line quote, like verbatim written down here that it says, I think it's from the bigger guy. He says, eating is like loading your gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that too. Like, are they doing like the, you know, make it educational to get around programming? Like, did Japan have that too? Where it's like, well, we gave them an educational message. It's a show for kids. Yeah. <laughs> Eating is like loading your gun. That's the most American thing I've ever seen written that's not from an American. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, the uh, Magellan is trying to get the hell out of that base, and of course, that's exactly what Char wants. They set off more mines, and instead of the what is it? Uh, instead of Magellan, we'll call it the the Ever Given. Oh, there's some topical humor from you from a couple months ago. That ship that got caught in the Suez Canal. Whoa! Oh, yeah, yeah, that's I right. I don't know the name of that. <laughs> I do not understand that joke. You and the audience both, Michael. So I'm just going to sit here in shame. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, they uh, set those off and Magellan basically blocks the only exit port for that base, which I guess, I mean, that's what they wanted so that the, the white base couldn't leave and so they could capture it. But then it's like, well, how the hell are you going to get out of there if you're blocking the only way out? Um, but that gets answered a little later. Uh, but yeah, so basically that time it's like, all right, like this is happening. Like, let's get the kid in the Gundam because um, mm-hmm. Captain Pooping basically like sets them all straight as like, hey, yeah, this Gundam is like top secret. And nobody knows about it and they shouldn't. But like also they're the only ones that know about it and can use it. And <coughs> do you want to like die or let it get captured or you want to put a, put this kid in jail? Like mm-hmm. the reality of the but situation. At the same time, yeah. Amaro says that the Gundam... Uh, keeps like combat experience in its memory. Yeah, yes. that he's not a good pilot. We finally get a bit more Gundam. like uh, explanation more. as to like what the hell? What do you, what do you mean the Gundam is like learning, self learning? Yeah, so I guess it's an AI that kind of just yeah. corrects. 
Yeah. But then it's like, like you're just kind of like guiding it towards like yeah. you, like when you're piloting. At that it? point, why do you even need a person in it? I don't know. To sell toys. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> to have someone to relate to. <laughs> but yeah, that's really cool. And very weird. Like, yeah, it does. Uh, probably, yeah, I guess it raises more questions than it answers. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So how do you control Gundams with just two slidey things? Yeah. All he's doing is just selecting menu items. Yeah. <laughs> It's like in real steel, it's like put in combos and it just does combos. Real steel. Yeah, that movie, the quote unquote yeah. Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie. Yeah. Who was the actor in that? Uh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman, that's right. I just watched it for the first time like a couple weeks ago, but we don't have to get into that. <laughs> Here's, now it's time for the real steel cast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Welcome to our movie recap podcast. Where we only recap that one movie. Just the one. Yeah, yeah this, this whole podcast is one episode and then it's done. It's like what the worst idea of all time podcast where they just rewatch Grown Ups 2. Oh, no. Every week. Oh, that's God. terrible. Why would you do that to yourself? Uh, Michael, I hope you're making theme songs for all these podcasts we mentioned. Yes. Uh, oh, I not can, to put more work on yeah. 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 Okay. That's whatever. Just like I'll drag some instruments in ableton live and be like yeah hit a keyboard we're done (laughs) (laughs) it's avant-garde yes so yeah they basically begrudgingly let amro pilot again um just because of the situation funny how that works out Mm -hmm. um but yeah we get some cool shit happening here though because char gets in his uh mobile suit Zaku. zaku And in this fight, he's got an axe. Yes. He's got an axe. The, the Heat Hawk, I think, is what it's called, or something oh, along those lines. That's yes, such the a Heat good Hawk. Name. Yeah. So basically, I think they tell him to kind of distract the, the forces so they can escape, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the fight, Amaro does this really cool move to take out a Zaku, where like, he has one beam saber out already, but he does the other one. He, like, flips it around in his hand and then, like, stabs the other Zaku. Yeah, that's probably the coolest shot in the whole episode. Yeah, because, like, yeah. he's got... It's Char with, I think, two other Zaku, right? Yeah. So, yeah, like, man, that's so cool because they both come after him. And, yeah, he's just, like, starting to handle him pretty well. And, like, spoilers for a little later on, like, he only gets better and better at this because mm-hmm. some good stuff is coming up. Um but oh yeah and then the other one because like the white base is like we got to destroy the magellan to get out of here and get it out of the way so like they're like amro get the hell out of the way of the you know the port and like he moves just in time because that blast whole man disintegrates the other zaku like into powder and like i think that's the one where they show like the dude just like screaming and then get vaporized (laughs) yeah there's a lot of like pilots begging for their lives yes in these sets of episodes kid show (laughs) (laughs) so messed up um so yeah like basically after that char's like well i need to leave again which is you know yeah he just like throws his axe and then i have a quote that says char what kind of man is he 
then he leaves. <laughs> exactly. The classic, this episode is over. <laughs> Anime yep. style, like, you know. Fun. Can't actually have it re- resolve it yet. Exactly, yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically that is the end of the episode. Oh, Not and quite. We, and, well, thing. we end on a super downer. Yes. Yeah. Of the captain dying. Um, finally takes that shit and dies. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's given the uh, Star Trek style, put him in a torpedo, launch him out into space style burial. See, it's funny how you say Star Trek. My brain went to uh, went to Futurama. Oh yeah, yeah. Which you know probably was inspired by Star Trek because they love that stuff. But yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah. And then like Amaro has a little like moment of self reflection of like, and then I kind of forgot about the two, but it's like. Oh yeah, where is his dad? <laughs> He's standing yes. there like, where's my it's dad? Like, oh wait, right. He's gone. <laughs> like, yeah. He was outside seven and then like didn't that blow up? Right. Yeah, that oh, was did it blow up? that totally caught me off guard because like I don't think it blew he... up, no. No. Okay. Yeah, because like as soon as he said that, I'm like, Oh yeah, his dad's in this and where did he go? So Yeah, a lot of this episode is an emotional roller coaster of just kind of like a lot of different things but uh yeah i'm getting i'm getting really hooked on this show you guys like yeah especially after these next two episodes we're gonna talk about too yeah well, let's just get into five yeah all right so uh mobile suit gundam 0079 episode five re-entry to earth uh so this one picks up where everybody's on white base we're all just flying down to earth um, and again, faced with the horrors of war, uh, this little kid, his, his like toy car is broken and he's trying to ask his grandfather to fix it. And Amaro walks over and is like, here, I'm good with machines. Give me a crack. Fixes it up. And while he's doing that, his grandfather tells Amaro that this kid lost both of his parents and that now he just plays with this toy all the time. <laughs> kid show. Yep. Yep. Oh my god. But kid seems all right. He's got a he's got his co- toy car back and he's just playing with it. Like I could barely handle this as an adult. Like <laughs> Oh, I can't even imagine. Like I mean, I guess as a kid that would probably just kind of go over your head or mm-hmm. like you're not going to sit there and really contemplate like Oh, you know, what if this and the meaning of life? And you're just like, I mean, talky part boring. Get back to the fight. (laughs) Gundam is notoriously anti war. Yeah. Like the entire franchise. Not surprising. You can see the seeds of it even in the first five episodes. Yeah. I mean, even in the very opening of, you know, this war killed out half of humanity. Like, those are pretty big, you know, stakes. So what happens next in that episode, Michael? So speaking of get back to the fight, uh, <laughs> this episode sees a, sees a lot of action. Uh, mm-hmm. So White Base is kind of like watching Shah's Musai ship, which is his, like, uh, not Star Destroyer, but kind of like, you know, his, his ship. Yeah, that's um, a good analogy. Yeah. Yeah, it's his ship. Um, and then they kind of see that he's getting... A resupply and I'm like oh okay i guess we're we're good then because there's no way he'll be able to resupply and then also like chase after us and yeah. we'll, we'll just like head on back to earth try not to burn up and be all right 
Yeah. Um, and then we cut over to, to the Musai and Shah's talking to his to three of his pilots, being like, hey, we got 20 minutes getting to Zaku. We're going to go, like, fuck these guys up. Uh, and so they do. And everybody on white base is a bit like, what's going on? Why? How? Okay, Gundam, <laughs> core fighter, like, go quickly. Um, and so this is, I reckon, probably my favourite episode so far because it's mm. just, like, Shah being cool, Amuro being cool. Yeah. Um, and so the, the Zeon forces are kind of, like, coming at white base from different angles and... Yeah, there's the Zaku, and then there's a couple of fighters harassing yeah, the white yeah. base. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like basically, Amuro and I think Ryu, the guy in the core fighter, are the only ones who are able to do anything yeah. at this yeah. point. Um, they've got a few, few guys on the on the gun turret things on the ship, the missile things. Yeah, yeah. Um, to and they're like, oh, we've got missiles. Neither of us know how to shoot them. <laughs> it really shows like how, yeah, desperate their situation is and why they're like really mm-hmm. not, you know, kind of amped up to fight. Cause like fight with who, with what, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, thankfully, question mark, that becomes pretty irrelevant pretty quickly because suddenly the Zaku are like right on white base. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, quick aside. Finally, we figure out uh, our last episode title was uh, Machine Gun Head. Uh, I, in this episode, I learned that those are called Vulcan cannons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it this episode where I see them loading it into it? Yeah, and it's like, like they have like ammo packs they're shoving in the yeah. head. Yeah, like they're like the size of the Gundam's head. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that Vulcan cannon, uh, Amuro shoots the Vulcan is like shooting the Vulcan cannon at a at a Zaku that's like trying to distract him. Puts a few bullets into him. And then the Zaku is gone. Thing is crazy OP. Yeah. 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 Just like I have the man begs for his life before he explodes again. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's like oh. calling out to Shah, like Shah, help me, help me. I uh, 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 dead. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. let's not just you know have a puff of explosion off in the distance and make it impersonal. Let's really show this guy's last moments and just the mm-hmm. horror. Which I mean, you know, because of the war is bad, yep. you know. Yep, and then cuts to Shah being like, oh my god, I am so sorry. There was nothing I could do. Shah actually seems like a cool dude, because he's like coaching his pilots. He's like, you're not using your Zaku to its full potential. Like, yeah. here's how to do that. Yeah. And like... He's not just like evil, you know. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's great, because it's like, it's easy to have stuff like that in a kid's show and just be like, well, you know, kids don't care. This is bad guy. Bad guy because bad. But like mm-hmm. to have like motivations and subtlety to stuff and, and have realistic like things like that. It's like, okay. Yeah. Like if I were had kids watching along with this, I'd be like right there with them. Like this is cool. Right. Like, yeah, dad. Like I don't have kids, but <laughs> probably how they talk. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Okay, cool. That's how they talk in this show. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, those kids are so creepy. Yep, they're back. Yeah, they're Yeah, they are back. But I want to talk they're about something else. Awesome. now. Oh, yeah. Right. I want to talk about something real cool. Michael, you might be getting onto this, but, like, speaking of those missiles, uh, the Amaro, like, uses his shield to take one on. Yes. 
and they, you get this yeah. really awesome yeah, profile shot of it like yeah. slicing Cutting into through. his yeah so cool yeah this is kind of the first episode where we see the Gundam being like you know they're doing they're actually starting to do some damage like, yes mm-hmm. yeah. mostly to the shield but uh, yeah. we get that Multiple like shields. that's that awesome like missile shot where it like slices through yeah. um, and then I think it was with I think Amaru was fighting Shah and maybe another Zaku at the same time. And, like, one of the Zaku, like, gets a big chunk of his shield taken out. Mm-hmm. Like, takes a big chunk of Amaru's shield out with a, with his heat hawk. And it's like, all right, yeah. maybe the Zaku were completely outclassed, but they can still, like, you know, they can still get some slices in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the uh, Thanos chopping what's-his-face's ham shield. I'm good yeah. at this. Marvel. Captain America. <laughs> there yeah. we go. <laughs> the Captain Iron Man Spider. There you go. Yes. Thor. <laughs> Thor. Yeah. Reminiscent of that. Just kind of kind of set up the same way too of like, oh, this, you know, super powerful thing. And then all of a sudden this dude is just hacking through it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Some vulnerability. I think we want to talk about the Gundam hammer. Yeah. Right. So waiting. we'll, we'll get in Um <laughs> So... <laughs> Amuro runs out of missiles in his from his rocket launcher, and then he's like, uh, "Sailor, can you send me the the like, what's it called the, the, beam the, the gun, the beam rifle, right?" Yeah, and and mm. she's like, "No, not really. Uh, it's kind of no time, and it's just not going to work. We can send you the Gundam hammer, though." <laughs> uh, which is which is just a giant mace. Space mace, yep. space mace, giant space mace. Um, technically a flail, but <laughs> yes, I guess so. Yeah, technically, technically a flail. Yeah. We know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just love that like trade off. No, but you can have this almost more awesome thing. <laughs> yeah, like would that work in space? Like with zero gravity? Not at all. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Oh, uh, maybe. No. no. Well, yeah, because you could have it swinging in centripetal force. But I wonder mm. if that would... No, you couldn't. Nope, it wouldn't work. <laughs> It'd have to be, like, loaded and launched. And then that yeah. would throw you back. Look, none of this would work in space, let's be honest. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> space is a different... It's a different space. Just turn that part it's, of your it's brain It's Star Wars on. space. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, where things bank and turn, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they launch the thing out at him, the Gundam hammer. Um, and then Shah kind of, like, Gets all up in his face. And I was like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to cap- catch this. Uh, kind of like gets out of the way and like works out where it's going to be. Catches it in one hand. Yeah. Uh, and then just goes to town on Shah with this giant flail. Like I knew it was coming because like the Master Grade RX-78. Like 79. 78. 78. RX-78. 78. Uh, comes with all the things, so I thought it was another weapon it came with, but I'm like, that's the hammer? <laughs> yeah, yeah I was it's not really that. a hammer. No. At all. <laughs> no. It might be something else in Japanese, but I don't understand Japanese, and the subs say it's a hammer, so... Yeah. So do the dubs. Yeah. Yep. It's a Gundam hammer it is. Um, but as they're fighting, they kind of realize that they both kind of, both sides kind of get their 
announcements from people back in the ship being like, hey, we've run out of time. We're re-entering. You have to get back or we're going to burn up. Uh, yeah. So Shah gets back to his ship. Uh, another gun, another Zaku does not, and neither does Amaru. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so real quick aside. They had the, both big ships had like those littler ships launch and go out in front of them. Did uh-huh. they explain yeah, they, why they, that needs to happen? They were like guiding them in or like being the shield for like re-entry somehow. Okay. I think that's what they were supposed to do. Yeah, because once they got recalled, I'm like, so what was the point of bringing them out in the first place? I must have missed that detail. But yeah, it was kind of, you know, one of those moments where I'm like, wait a minute, why did they need that? But it doesn't introduce new character Lieutenant Reed in the white base pod. Is it Greed or Reed? Reed. I heard it is Reed. Okay. Which he's introduced as like a badass and like a cool dude and like real cool under pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, Very cool voice. Yeah. Great. I know from somewhere, but I can't place it. Yeah. But yeah. So, you know, once that happens, I think Verdant Tree, you're getting to this part where, you know, everyone's back into the ship. Yeah. Except for, so we've got white base. We got uh, the Salamis, which I think, which was the, which was Lieutenant Reed ship, which has come back. Yeah, I think they use that yep. cool like yeah. laser guidance system to dock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we've got um the ship that Shah is now on, and yeah. and Amaro, oh, and one Zaku. Uh, that one Zaku does not last very long. No, uh, they no. it starts to re-enter. We cut to Shah being like, "You need to get back. The Zaku can't re-enter." Oh, okay. Nope, you're just gone now. Dies. Just like burns alive again. He um, was cool about it too. Like Shar was, he's like, your sacrifice will not be in vain. Like, yeah. Whoa. I'm so sorry. Again, yeah. your sacrifice will not be in vain. I'm so sorry. There is nothing I can do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the uh, Shar's ship is called the Anzable. The Anzable. Mm. Yeah. The, well, the, and then, you know, like Shar and them are assuming that, like, well, at least we got their Gundam to burn up in the atmosphere. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know that's why your sacrifice isn't in vain. You you distracted him long enough to like. Well, now it's too late. Now he's gonna burn up. So good job, yep. dude. Like you and made your yep. life, but it was worth it. It's this is a strange part in that everybody on the white base is like, Amaro, we're so sorry. Like we can't do anything. Like you either have to get find a way to get back, or you're gone. And then they're like the communication cuts out. But somehow everyone forgot that the Gundam has a magic heat, sh- heat like dispersing, sh- <laughs> <Tarp>. sh- like <laughs> shrink, heat shrink. Well, he pulls it out of his crotch. Yeah, yeah. Well, and he pu- <laughs> I mean, it's that's to ble- believable to me because they were talking about how top secret this thing was. Mm-hmm. But weren't there people on the ship that un- that knew about it? Well, it's all kids. Yeah, but like you had like. Like Lieutenant Reed seemed to be there because he he threatens to court martial everyone as well. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of I'm that going sure. around. Yeah, it's like st- yeah. Stop giving away secret information. We're going to court martial you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just love that Armro pulls out the big old instruction manual again yes. for the gun yep. to like find the heat proof. Yeah, it's like where is it? Ah, here we go. Reentry. Pulls out this. It's basically just a big cling film that somehow disperses heat that is already yeah. there. 
on the Gundam. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. he's like Gundam's cold now. Yeah, yeah. It's just this like cooling blanket. Yeah, well, like first he uses his shield, like in, he's holding it in front of him. You know, to yeah. kind of you know just take like, re-entry. Yep. He's he's gonna that blows he's up. gonna breath of the wild that shield and just like start <laughs> surfing it down the hill. That would be amazing. Yeah. That's how they do it in Iron Blood Orphans, actually. Really? They just have these cool shields they ride down on from space. Awesome. I mean, that's the way to do it, right? Yeah. But yeah, so uh, everybody's re-entering. Amaro's found his magic uh, cling film. Uh, And then we're all a bit up in the air of like, what's going on? Uh, Oh, okay. We've got communication back. Okay, cool. Everyone's all right. Yeah, I like that little detail of like the re-entry blackout communication. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and then surprisingly, like we cut back. Realistic for the. <laughs> Sorry, uh, we cut back <laughs> to uh, the little kid from earlier seeing the ocean for the first time, but oh, knowing yeah. what the ocean is called. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you. They'd probably talk about it in, like, school or something. Probably. I just assume all these terrifying creatures don't have school. No. It's like, they don't need school. They're going to take over the, the world eventually anyway. <laughs> I want to like, find out who designed those kids and why. Like, why do they look so different than everyone else? Yes. I, it's so strange to me. But, yeah, that's kind of where it leads off on episode five. Yeah, and that's pretty much where we, we end. Until just up until they go, uh, hang on, this is a Xeon-controlled continent. Wait, I didn't realize that either from the opening. I thought Earth was fully Federation, and the, like only the outside stuff was uh, was Xeon. But no, it's straight straight all the way back to Earth. I get the feeling mm. that intro might not be completely accurate. Yeah, yeah. I think that might have been a. We came up with this idea and then never really like changed it. Yeah, yeah. it just has to go in front of every every episode now. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so we are re-entering Earth and we are not w- in friendly territory, and they all know about it. And then we roll right into episode six with Tom. <laughs> so excited to talk so, about it. I know. I we're, we get to Garma Strikes, <laughs> where. Uh, Char meets up with there's a bunch of like Xeon sh- fighters and Char meets up with uh Captain Garma, I believe, or was it something Garma? It's a Garma, yeah, it's is Garma. what the episode title is. Oh, yeah, I missed, I read that wrong. I have it written <clears> down <throat> wrong. So there you go. Okay, and they seem to he seems to have a history with Char, yeah, they have like a little playful yeah. banter, mm-hmm. and then yeah, so. Garma is set up to like he wants to impress his sister who's like in charge of something. Yeah, she's at I least his what. superior officer in some way. And like the way he says yeah. it is real odd. Like yeah. he keeps hinting at it constantly. It must be like they're just trying to play up that he's jealous of his sister's success or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of yeah, it's really stuck out. And then so Amuro is very tired right now is what everyone's been saying like They've kind of put him through everything. Like he's back in the Gundam, and but uh, Lieutenant Reed or Greed, Reed, Reed, Greed, Reed, 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 Greed. No, <laughs> wants to use Gundam to like. They want to get like 
the mountains or something yeah they're basically like, like how the hell do we get out of here we know that they're coming for us yeah. like let's get the gundam and the tank out in front to kind of blunt their attack and get this white base the hell out of here mm-hmm. yeah oh i have a little note that like the kids are just like on the bridge yeah like and like one of them starts crying when reed like gets mad <laughs> it's like this is a military vessel right yeah. like don't you have like the little hold for the kids for those demon creatures <laughs> just eject them out you're in the atmosphere now just throw them out right yeah right, you don't need them right out the window then we i think we believe we next we get uh t- some zeon fighters start attacking white base yeah and then amuro volunteers to attack but like everyone's like no you need a break but then they're like wait we need you anyway to pilot the gun tank the gun tank a new mobile suit that is not a gundam yeah. and yeah that confused me yeah they had to take the core from the gundam and move it to the gun tank because that's like we were talking about earlier how it's like the core of the mobile suit but there's also a second person up top in the gun tank's head who controls the cannons wow i believe okay so it's like a gunner and a pilot situation huh but then yeah. later on, isn't the gun tank fighting at the same time as the RX-78? Yes. So I am not. I am confused about that. Yeah. We had more core fighters. Yeah. Well, I think they have like three core fighters, I think is maybe a line that said. Oh, okay. But at that point, why did you take the one out? Anyway, whatever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Yeah, That's exactly. not what we're here yeah. for. We're here Anime. for robot fights. We, we need suspended yeah. We need Amuro in the gun tank for a little bit and then... Yeah. So it's like ground units, like, so they're attacking the fires with the gun tank, but then more ground units come from the Xeon. Well, and I think like they didn't use the mobile suit right away because they were saying like it's not as effective in gravity and, and the atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, well, let's... against like aerial fighters. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's switch to the tank because like they had a bunch mm-hmm. of ground forces and aerial fighters. Yeah. It was also, I think, partly because Amory didn't have as much experience fighting under gravity at this point like he'd had yeah. one fight in... mm-hmm. oh, that's right he did when he first yeah. piloted the gundam at least artificial yeah. gravity but yeah 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 and that was probably a different amount of gravity probably. yeah so they're then pretty much like amuro's doing the gun tank thing for about five minutes they're like no we need you in the gundam again yeah they quickly realize that no this isn't working <laughs> yeah and then he flies up back like the gun tank like flies back up with just like these little jets. Yeah, like back up to white face. Like the uh <laughs> tank from Star Fox sixty four. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking about when I saw that. I'm like, hell yeah. Landmaster. Yep. The landmaster. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. And then they give Amaro an energy drink. Yeah. Wrote down. They're just like, here's a Red Bull. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's all you need. That's so great. I I wonder, like you know, this is just in my head, but like that's the impetus for somebody to invent the energy drink. They were like, Yeah, Amro <laughs> had one. We should have something that's like energy yeah, in a can. Some... <laughs> it's like, well, the last episode they referenced coffee beans that the old man had in his yes. pocket. Yeah. Because he used to, like, he owns a, a plantation like in South farm? Africa. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, Oh, yeah, and I've just... just been carrying these around with me as a reminder <laughs> yeah. of things yeah. past. Yeah. Like, here's a handful of coffee. okay just my beans got my beans (laughs) my pocket beans (laughs) 
They're, they're a nice snack every now and again. Just yeah, raw oh, coffee yeah. beans. People do that. So Amuro has to get back into Gundam. And then the Zeon launch Zaku's. And Char's like, I don't think... At this point, he seems to want Garma to fail because it will show that Char isn't a failure. Right. Because he's failed to capture Gundam yeah. so many times yeah. now. Let's show that it's he's not like, just me and like these things are serious problem yeah yeah the zaku like are afraid of the beam rifle when the gundam has the beam rifle now yeah it's like i i don't want to get hit by that that's like gonna just obliterate me right that will like, re- as soon as that possible. will remove my mass <laughs> yeah but yeah they're just horrified every time they see it because it's just like so alien to them that they, they just can't even conceive of it but so they start like pounding on gundam like they all kind of rush in on him right and he drops his gun and his shield, and he like, well, he gets back up again. Yeah, he drops his gun and shield and just starts fighting hand to hand with all the Zaku, and just like starts raging. It was so good, and like takes a gun, uh, Zaku's face, and just rips it off again. All <laughs> yes. oh, this. There's this line. Episode is so metal. <laughs> yeah, we get like Amaro's face in a different color. Yeah, like, like he actually like then... starts raging out himself. Yeah. Hmm. Just keep smashing. Yeah. Just the kid rages for a while. That's so good. And then I got that reference. Garma. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Just, you just keep smashing. He's just like full on, like just anger mode. And then the Zaku's retreat. And there's um, the white base. People find out about an underground federation that that is their new goal is to get to the underground federation. And then once Amaro gets back into White Base, he is very, very sad. He's a sad boy now. Yeah. He's like, I didn't really want to kill all those people. He's exhausted too. And I, yeah. I have the note where like nobody is empathetic to him at all. Like no, they all the kids. Yeah, like they're yeah. all just expecting him to be so jazzed and like energetic mm-hmm. and like. You were all just telling him that he's tired and should rest. And then when he gets back and is tired and wants to rest, you give him shit for it. It's like, assholes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, the kids, like, like we baked cake and we have soda pop. Do you want some? And he said soda like, pop. No. Like, yeah. Uh, what a party pooper. Like, I just murdered people. I'm going to go fucking sleep. Yeah. I just, he murdered like 10 people today. Yeah. Bake your fucking pie. Yeah. So, like, Amuro is now back in White Base, and we cut to Char showering. Oh, yeah. And Garma comes in just while Char is showering with the door open. Yeah. And we get the shot of No Butt Char. No Butt Char. That's also... It's just a very long back. And they're like, we can show as many people dying as possible, but not... No crack. But... Not a hint of a crack. So Char is showering and Garma. Char starts, comes out with just a towel on. Yep. And um, he. No nipples. Pretty much is like. He seems really cool with Garma, but he seems like he also wants to take him down. Yeah. Like he gets this like glint in his eye. It's just like, I'm going to be a sneaky fuck and I'm going to take you down. Yeah. That was the impression I got too. You know, it's a fun, actually, thing about him having no butt crack. Um, I think we only really... <laughs> what's a, no, I know. That's a great... Yeah, that's a great sentence to just say out loud. Yeah. Um, no, but 
you know, this was made in the 70s, right? So mm-hmm. televisions cut off pictures around the edges like there was overscan. Like they would oh, do this yeah. in video games too. So like if you play an emulated mm-hmm. video game like Mario Brothers, you'll get like a single like green line or a ch- color changing line on the right side as it scrolls mm-hmm. that would be cut off by a television. Michael's pointing to a CRT TV right now. That he watches his Gundams on. Yeah, a great visual. I didn't watch this week's on on it though because I couldn't be bothered turning it on and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it all up. but uh, you know, yeah. see, watching it on a nice digital picture, you don't get that overscan. So they they would animate knowing that. Um, and I That's learned that actually, Michael learned that in the uh, DVD commentary of Futurama because <laughs> they had a similar issue happen when they were animating Zap Brannigan and his little miniskirt walking up a ladder. And like, <laughs> there was a little one or two extra lines in there <laughs> that, it, that they animated that, you know, would get cut off by a television, but they were watching it back digitally and were like, oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, fun little aside for you. Oh. There you go. And so ends with that. Uh, there's a fighter following white base. And then the final shot is Amuro in bed in like a tank top, just kind of chilling, like just doesn't really want to deal with the world anymore. Yeah. I mean, like, what's the we... what's the time frame from when he first, you know? Yeah, like how many a couple days? days. Yeah, like yeah. that's a... has it even been days? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Do days even exist in space? Good question. They're called souls. That's what the Martian taught me. Yeah, I think. But those are Martian days. Never mind. That's true. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. We none of us do, Tom. It's fine. That's not <laughs> what people are here for. Nope. <laughs> they're here for the fake podcast that's right exactly <laughs> we know what brings in the big bucks yeah so those three episodes a lot of action like awesome yeah yeah i'm very fast-paced yeah and damn am i excited to keep watching this yeah i think i i think i asked you this off uh show but like this first season like this has what like 20 episodes 43 oh my god <laughs> we're gonna be doing this for four months okay i think 14 weeks i think i did the math well yeah if we release an episode every week uh yeah that would be quite a quite a bit but yeah like holy cow all right well this little okay cool well we've got plenty to do then <laughs> yeah hey aaron yeah did you know there's like 14 other shows after this one in the same time oh god oh no <laughs> We're going to be doing this forever. And We're going ever. to be here for the rest of our lives. God damn it. We might have to increase the the, the episode number. <laughs> we, yeah, we'll, maybe we'll do five at a time. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. It's fine. Stay tuned to Fundum Pod. Yeah, it's fast and loose. There's no hard rules in this podcast. The only... No. The only hard... We don't have anyone to answer to. Yeah, the only, the only hard rules are no nipples and no butt cracks. <laughs> Everything else is on the table. And I mean on the table. Everything. <laughs> we can have the crack we can have the hole, but we can't have the crack. <laughs> <laughs> no. That is the <laughs> thank you for that mental image, Tom. All right, guys. I th- I think that uh, with that Michael, note, say uh, outro I think music. it might be quick, time for quick uh, say outro music. Uh, outro music. <laughs> outro music. Go, go, go. Thanks for Run. Listening. Bye. Get out of here. Never come back. <laughs>